0: Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays Podcast.
1: I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jernice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect, and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work, motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith
2: Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together.
1: It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Hello, Faith Mamas, and welcome to another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. We are so super excited to begin a new topic this month. The topic we are talking about is hope. But before we jump into this brand new topic, it is time for the, I feel like I need a drum roll right there, (laughs) time for the Mom Life Roll Call. And Dominique, can you tell us a little bit more about the Mom Life Roll Call? Sure, Mom
0: Life roll call is the an awesome part of this show. It's the segment where we just talk about things that happen in our mom life. They may be funny, They may be crazy, they may make you want to pull your hair out, but we're standing in solidarity with each and every mom here, letting you know that you are not alone and mom life definitely happens. And also, if you want to get involved in mom life roll call, you can go ahead and submit your mom life moments If you go to com slash podcast and drop your mom life moment right there in the comment box. All right. So does anybody have any mom life moments from this week or from the past that you want to share?
2: All right. So this is Janice. I'll start. And this one, this mom life moment just goes to show that as moms, it's very important for us to always stay in shape, especially when you have toddlers. (laughs) Uh, It was a couple Sundays ago, I was going to pick London up from Children's Church, and you know how chaotic it can be sometimes picking kids up from children's church because, you know, every the kids are happy to see their parents. You know, church is over. People are talking. It can just – it's awesome, but it can be chaotic, right? And so I go to pick her up, and I'm signing her out, and I'm grabbing her um, her bags, and all of a sudden she slips past me, and she darts off running down the hall. And when I say this chick ran, she went, like, from zero to 60 within seconds. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there, and, like, you know how everyone's kind of smiling at you, and they see this little girl running, and they're like, oh, she's cute. And they see the mom huffing and puffing behind. And I'm like, London, stop running. It's not funny. And she's turning around looking at me giggling like, oh, this is great, because she had, she can't catch me. She was right. Because, I mean, I'm in the wrong <laughs> kind of shoes. You know, it was just really, really, it was crazy. So it was a definite mom life moment. It definitely taught me, one, to wear flats to church. Two, um, to, like, secure her before the bags. And three, to just maybe ask people, like, stop the little person running. Like, it's not cute. Stop running.
1: <laughs> <The rabbit. laughs> Get that little person. Yeah. Stop <laughs> uh,
0: It cracks me yeah. up. People are just, like, looking, like, oh, and I'm, like, really? Seriously?
1: Right. No, like You're, stop. like, help me. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> Mom life. Yes that's awesome mom life Yes. Uh, so I have one I'd like to share and this is actually from my aunt Tasha who is the mom of two girls one is four and the other is almost two so her mom life experience as you guys know having toddlers is bananas
2: so um
1: (laughs) We were talking on the phone over the weekend, and she told me this story about one of her daughters, and her name is Amaya, and so they were having a conversation as a family about Christmas, because they, their family, um, they're Muslim, and so they don't really celebrate Christmas, um, but, you know, with Christmas being such a commercialized holiday, it's kind of hard when you're of a different faith that doesn't celebrate Christmas to explain to your toddlers why they can't participate in some of, like, the holiday or Christmas activities. So she, so my uncle tells his four-year-old that Santa Claus is bogus, right? And so she, the four-year-old, this is her reply. He says, no, he's not, Daddy. The only reason that he doesn't come to our house is because we don't have a chippy. But I'm going to call him and let him know it's okay for him to knock on the front door. <laughs> oh cute. And I just thought, that was like the sweetest response. Like that is like the epitome of children's like innocence to the world. She was just like, nah, I'm going to call him and let him know he can knock on our front door. Like he's coming oh. to our house. Oh, oh, oh. So cute. Uh,
0: sometimes kids say the cutest things. Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> oh, That's
1: so cute.
0: Well, I have a mom life moment, guys. So we can't get out of this topic without talking about some sort of poop. I feel like it's a tradition. (laughs) It is. Yeah, so I figure I will go ahead and keep with tradition. And so, you know when your kids are really young and you wonder if they have a sense of smell at all, like they'll walk into the bathroom while you're using the bathroom and they'll just stand there and you're like, really? Uh, You're cool with this? Well, I guess at around four years old, children develop a sense of smell (laughs) because this week (laughs) kind of putting my husband on the spot this week, my husband went to the bathroom and he came out. My four-year-old went to the bathroom after him and goes, it smells rotten in here. (laughs) (laughs) I I just was like, Oh, (laughs) I guess now he's at the stage where he can smell things. And um, it was hilarious. And, He really was serious. He closed the door. He was like, I'm going to go use another bathroom. I'm
1: like, really?
0: (laughs) Oh, man, it was so hilarious. So that was my mom life moment for the week. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: It was. And you had to throw daddy in there a little bit because, you know, know, they're part of those moments. (laughs) (laughs) Man, mom life is awesome. The stories keep us going.
1: They do. That is so true. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: they make us laugh well after we cry because sometimes right cry. Yeah, or <laughs> scream <laughs> or scream yeah <laughs> exactly yep yeah. and then they make us laugh
2: there you after. go there
0: we go right <laughs> there. all right yeah.
1: I'm sure I didn't miss anybody does anybody else have any mom life moments so I mm-hmm. just want to share something that's actually kind of funny too on Thanksgiving um, you know we, we hosted our first Thanksgiving at our house and so you know, our family. Everyone was commenting on like the food was good, and you know, everyone's saying you know enjoying their dinner. And then out of nowhere, Brooklyn's like, mm, "That's good." And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like she clearly heard someone else say it, but the fact that she just kept and she kept repeating it throughout the dinner. Mm, that's good. Like with a bass in her voice. <laughs> oh, My
2: girl.
0: is hilarious. She's awesome. (laughs) From from hanging out in mom's pumps to, that's good. Like, I just feel like she should have her own show. (laughs) She's hilarious.
2: Man, that's always the best way to, like, start what we're doing. So once we get in, like, we talk about mom life, we go into our topics. It's just awesome. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So are you guys ready? We're going to start talking about hope. Yes. I'm so excited. And you know what's cool? Like as we get into hope, I thought it would be really nice as we're kind of already in the mom life segment to kind of like start off with what I'm going to call a faith mama hope phrase. Okay? So I'm going to explain what that is. So here we go. You know, the phrase that you say, like, I hope my child doesn't spill that juice on the floor. <laughs> or I, I hope, you know, London will keep quiet while we record this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, you know, could be, you know, like maybe not so much, I guess, maybe with a negative, like, undertone here. But, you know, I hope my child has a better experience at school today. Have you all ever had those moments where you have, like, those I hope mama (laughs) phrases? I
0: do. And I don't know if it relates to my child, but it's because (laughs) of my child. So I hope that I can lose these 25 pounds. Let me tell you, after pregnancy,
1: I'm like, look.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one.
1: Oh my Girl, on, you can now. do it. You can do it. Yes, that's
2: yeah. a good one. That's a good one. What about you, Ryan?
1: Um, how long is the show? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, I have like a long laundry list. I hope. <laughs> um, but probably the two that stick out the most would definitely be. I hope. Brooklyn can sit through this church service and I don't have to take her downstairs <laughs> to the cry room. <laughs> that's really one. And then the other for for me would just be that I I hope that I am being the example of a mother of a wife of a godly woman to to pass down to her. So
2: that's that's good. Mm, that's a good one. That's good. Wow, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. You know, as um we started talking about the topic and getting into kind of what hope was. You know, I realized we use the word hope so much and it made me wonder like, I wonder why I say it so much, or like what does it really mean? So I did a little bit of digging and I went I went to a Bible dictionary, which is pretty similar to what the regular dictionary was saying about hope, but I wanna read that definition because it stuck out a whole lot. And the definition for hope it says to trust in to wait for, to look for, or desire something or someone, or to expect something beneficial in the future. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to read it because you know what I find sometimes? I find sometimes we use the word hope and wish interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And I really want to, for for me, I'll make it personal. Like I was like, okay, you know what, there's, two distinct differences in these words, you know. And so I'll read hope again, and then we're going to keep going a little bit until I show because I'm so excited about this topic. It's awesome. So hope is to trust in, to wait for, to look for, or desire something or someone, or to expect something beneficial in the future. So much action in that that definition, so much. So let me ask you ladies this question. And we can all maybe chime in and talk about this a little bit. Do you feel that having hope in motherhood is important?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's it's vital to some days your sanity <laughs> um, i think I think it's it's critical to have hope in motherhood um you know i I hope I'm raising this child the way the way God's intended for them to grow up. I, I hope that um, passing along things to them that allow them to flourish to their fullest potential as a human being. Like, I think it's it's definitely, for me, motherhood is rooted in hope.
2: Mm. Yeah. Wow.
0: Absolutely. And um, just to kind of piggyback off of what Ryan was saying, and hope is definitely necessary in motherhood. I'll be honest, <laughs> there are definitely days where I feel completely hopeless <laughs> and wondering, you know, oh, am I doing this right and all these things. But just listening to that definition, it made me realize a little something different about hope than what I was doing and what I was used to and how you were saying, like, it's actionable. It's just I'm really excited for this conversation because there, I'll be honest with you guys, completely transparent, there have been a lot of times, uh, even this week where I've just felt hopeless, like I don't have, you know, an expectation, a positive expectation about this situation. I'm just like, uh, it's going to be bad. It was bad yesterday. It's going to be bad today. Uh So I'm excited about talking about it because I do see that when those moments where I'm filled with hope and I'm operating and walking in hope, I'm a much better mom. Like I'm not grumpy, I'm not grouchy. um, But in those moments where I'm just feeling hopeless, like this situation is inevitably going to be horrible, it really does impact my motherhood. It impacts everything at my whole day. So I'm hype about this conversation.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's so good. And, you know, uh, I guess it must be Transparent Monday, (laughs) So I'll be transparent myself. Um, Over the last six months, um, London and I, I, her father, my husband, we've been separated. And so um, it's been the two of us a lot, London and myself, and I'm going to be honest with you, there are moments in which, you know, I have to go into my story way later, but, you know, for me, perfection was a big thing, and having a certain image and looking a certain way, so as a woman, you know, having a wife, I'm having a, you know, I'm a wife, I'm having a child, I need to look a certain way, and when things don't always go as planned, and I'll say as you plan, and i say for me as I planned, um, God has shown me in this season to still have this word right here, which is hope. Because my hope isn't in my marriage. You know what? My hope isn't even in me being a mom. You know, my hope, what I realized, it lies in him because he's God has given me my sanity. He's kept me straight. He's shown me. He's kind of repositioned for me the priorities that I thought I had right in my life that were not. Because a lot of times, you know, we think life is going to just work out the way it should. But life, as many people, I'm sure, have experienced, it comes with ups and downs and unexpected twists and turns. And I found that hope... And I didn't realize it was really hope until after studying the scripture we're about to talk about. It's a thing that God used to keep me in my right mind and to know to keep on going and to know, like, sometimes I take one moment at a time. Sometimes it's one second at a time. Um, But the thing I can tell you is this. I have a peace within myself that I know that everything happens for a reason, I know that God is in control and he hasn't, like this situation didn't knock him off, like didn't knock me off a path, didn't knock um, Elijah off a path, London's father, didn't knock knock London off a path. He saw it coming, and so he like put these little things in place for us to say, you know what, you guys keep on going because I'm going to work it out. So, you know, I just want to encourage someone today, if you're going through anything as a mom and you find yourself in a place where you're in a season, because I, I'm going to call it a season because it's what it is, because you're you're never alone. You know, when you feel loneliness or you feel the absence of, you know, um, your child's father, uh, for whatever the reasons may be, you know, just know that God has a plan and that he hasn't forgotten about you. And I pray that uh, over the next couple of days, the day in this very moment that he shows you, if you haven't already seen it, where you can find that hope to know to keep on going because it's going to be all right. It's going to work out. So that was a little sidebar, but I just wanted to be transparent and let, you know, know, when I see that word and when I think about hope and motherhood, it's so important because sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. Things happen, but you have to keep on going, and it's good. It's all good. So let's do this. Let's jump into these verses because I definitely want to jump into those a little bit. Um, We are going to read a little bit more about hope. We're going to go to the word, and we're going to read in Hebrews. We're going to read in Hebrews 6. We're going to read verses 13 through 20, but we're going to focus on 18 through 20. But 13 gives a little bit of background, I think, to kind of set the stage a little bit. And then we're going to dig a little bit in 18 through 20. Okay, so again, I'm going to read Hebrews 6, 13 through 20. And it says, when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no greater one, for him, let me tell you guys, this is funny that my Kindle just blinked out on me. Isn't that something? <laughs> we're gonna have some hope. Let's go again. Here we go. <laughs> when <With> God <laughs> when God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swear by someone greater than themselves. And the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to our argument because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. He confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. All right. So I'm going to go over 18 through 20 again just to reiterate that. So 18 again says, God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. I'm going to stop there. That was a mouthful and i was like whoa lord this is a lot for us to take in (laughs) it's a lot for us to take in so let me ask you all this why do you feel god is so passionate about us holding on to hope
0: wow well number one i gotta say after reading that my mind was completely blown (laughs) about hope and i actually looked into it a little bit before uh, we came all together and then when we read it all together it the Holy Spirit's still working in me about this this concept of hope. And what he's showing me even through the scripture is that I've been using wish um, instead of hope. Like, I've been saying hope, but it's really I'm wishing. But what he's mm-hmm. showing me here is that hope is firm. It's not like a fleeting thought. It's not like, um, oh, I wish that this would happen. No, hope is actually like, I see it. It's Mm -hmm. a picture. Like, it's real. Whether it's manifested in the natural yet, it's real to me. And Mm -hmm. I realize that that's, that's the difference between my, when I say I hope sometimes, I'm just saying I wish because I actually don't think it's possible. I'm just saying it out loud, or I haven't really thought about it. But here, God is just really saying that hope is something that's Firm. Even if you can't see it in the natural, you should be able to see it in the spiritual. The promise that he made to Abraham was real. Like it was real. It was like firm, set in place. Um and I think that's so so powerful. And one of the things that I looked up was the word hope, um, in the Strong's Concordance, and the original word for it was like L Peace. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's E L P E C E. And you know, what I found was that this word can also be used for fear, which I thought was interesting. Um, wow. And said when it's in a positive, it's hope, it's an expectation of good, and when it's when it's fear, it's an expectation of evil or bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been hoping the wrong way. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been in expectation of bad things for so long in my life, like, oh, this person's not going to show up. They're not going to do that. Like, that's just been my default for so long in my life that God's now challenging me through this conversation to choose hope over fear. This is crazy. Hmm. I'm like, what? What? Well, I don't even know if I answered the question, but (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) what I was thinking after we read the scripture. Yeah, that's that's so good. I I got something similar um, to you, Dominique, when I read this. I was reading along in the um, New Life Version, and in verse 19 it says, This hope is a safe anchor for our souls. It will never move. Mm. And when, as you were talking, Dominique, I, I um, started thinking about, like, hope Hope comes with a belief. Like, mm. there's a belief attached to hope. You can't have hope without belief. And those two, uh, you know, have to work together. And, and so you were saying, like, you know, the difference between hoping and wishing, well, you know, you wish something was, would happen. There's no belief attached to that. Mm. So, of course, you, you're not operating in hope because your hope has to be tied to a belief and what I think the scripture really um, speaks to is you know are we tying our hope in God are we our, our belief in God should be so closely knit to our, our hope in God that you know to me they're almost kind of interchangeable I oh I just have, that just blew
0: my mind Ryan, because what that made me think of when you look back at Abraham and all the stuff that happened um, in the scripture, God's word came before hope. Like, he mm. said something. He gave a promise, and then Abraham grabbed onto that thing, and that's where hope was born. And sometimes I find that we try to hope in things outside of God's promise. Like, there was no word he didn't give us anything on it, and we're trying to, like, kind of manipulate God, in a sense, (laughs) to make him do what what we want him to do. But what I'm seeing here is, like, God's word first, then we grab onto that thing, and we just, like, even if it looks crazy, we just keep our eyes on whatever it is God said. (laughs) And that's where the, like, that's where what you're talking about, Ryan, that's where that belief comes from, and that's where that sturdy belief comes from. Because when you know God said something... Can yep. nothing move you? Like I, I don't care what it looks like. I know that God said this. Woo! That's
1: so powerful.
2: Wow.
1: Mm. Girl. Wow.
2: I can't even get words out because I'm sitting here like I'm listening and I'm taking it all in. Like, oh my goodness, mm. that is what hope is. It's I, that's what I'm He's a- talking about. That anchor. Is. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I love, I love the point that you brought up about uh, Dominique, going to God's word and putting our hope in that first, because like you said, and I'm definitely guilty of this all the time. It's like, I, I craft this idea in my head and, and I put my hope in that, but it may not be an idea that God gave me. It may not be a thought that God gave me. It could completely be in a lie from the enemy or in a rooted in a circumstance or a past experience. But, um, you take that and you kind of mold it into the shape of what you want it to look like. Mm -hmm. And of course you can't, you know, you you can't anchor your soul to that because it may not, that may not be what God has given you. Mm. That's so good. Mm. That's so true. Wow.
0: I, I, uh, I have to say this one thing. I was watching this movie. It was called Mully. And it's really good. If you have a chance, you should definitely check it out. Um, But it's about this guy, he uh, adopted a whole bunch of kids, so I won't give it away. But there's this one scene, I am going to give away this one scene. There's this one scene where God told him that there's water below the ground in this particular area. So then he told everybody, okay, get shovels, we're digging, right? And I remember looking at my husband and saying, wow, he had a ton of faith. And my husband looked at me and said, but he had hope first. And I said, what? what do you mean and he said hope caused him <clears throat> hope caused him to hold on to the word that god said hope caused him to see the water before anybody else saw the water hope caused him to to put this picture in front of his faith faith caused him to dig but hope caused him to believe and i was just like yo what he said you have to have hope before you can have faith you have to you have to see something different than what's happening in your current life, and you have to have a word, like you were saying, Ryan, you have to have a word from God to hold on to, to counter what's actually going on. And the thing about this story is it it was in the middle of a drought. Nobody had water. So God gave him a word that was counter to what his circumstance said, and he had to choose whether or not to hold on to that word. Once he made that choice, he was now walking in hope. And I was like, whoa, what? I never knew, and just this conversation with you guys, I never knew how transformational hope could be and how, you know, actually activating it for real um, Mm -hmm. can really transform your whole life.
2: Wow. Hope is like a game changer.
0: Game changer.
2: (laughs) my (laughs) job. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is so good. I don't even want us to wrap up (laughs) because I'm like, Can we talk more? I'm so glad we have a whole month of this and it's not just the podcast, that we are going to have, you know, great conversation and revelation, you know, through our group and as we continue to chat. And so this is good. This is, whew, this is a start, a great start. All right. So, you know, as we wrap up, there's some things that we talked about, right, that are some characteristics of hope you know, that we talked about. And the the interesting thing is that we talked about all these things, and I'm looking at, you know, because, you know, guys, when we do this podcast, I want you to know God totally intervenes sometimes, or most of the time, all the time, right? (laughs) And sometimes he'll have us prepare, and then sometimes we'll prepare, and then we'll get in the middle, and it will just change. Mm -hmm. And that's just how awesome it is. But I'm listening to what you guys said, and kind of some of the things, I was like, oh, we should sum this up this way. You all nailed them, like, (laughs) um so here's some characteristics of hope that, you know, we're hoping that we're going to leave with you guys. We're hoping, listen to that, we are leaving with you all, and we're going to keep <laughs> on talking as we go throughout the months on it. And, you know, that is hope is an action, right? It's a position we have to take. Mm-hmm. Um, it's having confidence in God's promises. I'm going to try not to get going again. All right, it's a proper response to the promises of God. Hope is a doorway that allows God to intervene in our lives. And when we hope for something, we wait for it through patience. I know it, it sounds bad to end with that because it said wait through patience, but it's good. It's all good. It's all good. You know, because God's given us something to hold on to because he understands that, he understands the importance of hope and what hope will do for us, right? And so, you know, as we're thinking about that and we're going to continue to build on it throughout the the month, I'm excited because I know he's going to continue to show us. Some amazing things. The why it's important for us as women as and as mothers to have hope. All right. So look real quick. Let's do this takeaway. You know, because we love to give assignments. Guess what? We do the assignments, guys. So when we give assignments, we do the assignments, right? So <laughs> something we want you guys to do is number one, think about something that you're hoping for, something you're waiting, expecting, or desiring. Okay. So think about what that is. Two. Spend about 10 minutes a day over the next week with God. Seek him in prayer, reading the word, meditation. Hey, we talked about that um, two weeks ago as we were talking about peace. And really just spend some time seeking him on what it is that you're hoping for because Dominique mentioned something important. You know, we need to know, are we hoping for something or are we wishing for something? So like, really spend some time with him to kind of gauge what it is and kind of bump up what you're hoping for against what he's saying and then write it down. Record what you get. And make sure you join us over the next couple of weeks because we're going to dig more into this topic. We're going to learn about hope, and we're going to make sure we know what God needs us to do as mothers and as women as we anchor our hope in him through Christ. All right? Amen. All right. So, can, I, yes?
0: can I also push on that challenge too? I want to yeah. push a little bit on the challenge um, because I want to encourage myself and anybody that's listening that may, you know, uh have this particular difficulty, to find out what God says about that area of your life and put your hope there. I remember there was a time where I wanted something so bad. And when I went to God, it was clearly God said, this is not the time. And I knew it. Like, I, you know how you know it in your spirit? And I knew it, and I was just like, mm nope, I'm going to keep saying this because <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> and the thing about it is when I did that, it was like shaky. Like we talked about this whole concept of hope being firm. It was shaky. Um, I, ca- I kept second guessing it. It was, you know, all this stuff because it wasn't rooted in God. It was just what I wanted, even though I knew God had another plan. So it's like find out what God says about that situation and hold on to that. Write that thing down. Like, write it down. I I went to Jernice's house recently, and she has, like, these affirmations and things posted all over her house. Like, (laughs) post those things up, like, Whatever God has shared with you, if God has promised you a child, post it up. The date that you received this promise that and in, in you were in your prayer room or somebody said it to you, post that up. Or if God has promised you that you are going to travel the world and lead people to Christ, post that up. If God has whatever it is that God's promised you, if God has promised you um, that they're – something in your life is going to be transformational, write that up there and post it up so we can begin to remember what God said and we can put our hope right in that word.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: Yes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. I'm excited about it. So, Dominique, would you mind praying us out?
0: Sure. Oh, I'm so sad. I don't want to leave. Tear. No. <laughs> All right. Um. Lord God, first we just say thank you, God. We say thank you, Lord God, that every single time we come together, you meet us, Lord. You meet us, God. And I'm so grateful and thankful, Lord God, that you continue to be here on this podcast, that you continue to be present on the Facebook page and in the Facebook group, and that our lives and the lives of so many other moms, Lord God, continue to be changed, Father. I see women's lives, moms' lives. I've even seen men interacting on the the Faith Mamas page, Lord God. And lives are just being changed. So I'm so grateful to you, Father. And, Lord, right now I pray for each and every person that is going forward from today on forward and taking this challenge and writing down the things that you, the words that you have spoken to them and putting their hope in what you've shown them, Lord God. Father, I pray right now that you would teach us how to hold strong to that hope, Lord God. You will teach us how to stand forward firm, Lord God, and be completely anchored in what it is that you're showing us, Lord God. Father, I pray right now for the woman that the marriage is going through some difficulties and it's a difficult season, but you gave her a word, Lord God, and whatever that word is, Father God, I pray right now that she hold firm to that word, Lord God, and Father, I'm praying for the mom, Lord, that her child is sitting in the hospital right now, sick, and the doctors have given a negative report, but you said something different, and she heard you, Lord God. No matter if anybody believes her or not, she knew it was you. Lord God, I pray that you give her that strength to hold firm, Lord God, and to walk into that hope and to see that picture, even when everything around her looks different than what you're showing her, Father. I pray that she will completely put herself in hope, Lord God, and walk In that hope, Lord. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the transformation that's going to happen through this conversation as we continue to have this conversation about hope all month long. Lord, change our minds, our thought processes, rock our worlds, God. We give you full permission and reign to do whatever it is that you need to do in our life so that we can stop walking in what it looks like and start walking in what you've shown us. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know about you mamas, but I am so excited to be talking about hope this month. And I am so excited to be doing it alongside each and every one of you faith mamas. I encourage you to go ahead and connect with the community by checking us out on Facebook at Faith Mama Mondays Podcast or checking us out on the web at S. Com. Again, that's www.faithmamas.com We are so excited to be building this community of amazing moms that are dedicated to growing and to learning more about God. And we just want to make sure that we're connecting with you each and every day through blog posts, through podcasts, through Facebook, however we can connect and let you know we're on this journey with you.